Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, Kate. Hey. Hello. So today on our episode of the podcast uh, and video, because we're dual purposing, uh, we're going to address the question of, will the market be flooded with copywriters? Um, Panic, panic, panic. Uh, I definitely understand where this question is coming from. Um, And actually, most often we see this question come up as a comment or a question on one of our Facebook ads or um, sometimes uh, a comment on a post that you probably got to because you clicked from a Facebook ad or maybe from the podcast or something like that. Um, So the First point that I think we want to bring up, and Kate, I know you have a really good book recommendation about this, but I want people to bear in mind that um, when you are seeing a lot of stuff about copywriting, the way the internet works right now is it reinforces it if you click on it. Like if you click on an ad, whether it's ours or whether it's somebody else's, if you click on an ad about copywriting, you are going to get a ton more stuff about copywriting. It's like how we all joke about if you say out loud that you want to buy a new Keurig, then all of a sudden you get ads in your email and ads all over for a new Keurig, um, which who knows, maybe Alexa. will be on my phone later, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, actually, it'd be kind of yeah. fun to see. We'll do a follow-up episode. Yeah. But um once you express any kind of interest in in 
anything copywriting related, you are going to start to see a ton of different stuff coming at you about copywriting. And that doesn't necessarily mean um, that then the world is flooded with copywriting and copywriters. What it means is that the very, very smart internet companies that are out there have identified that this is something that you are interested in. And so it's going to serve you up a ton of different information about that. So I do want to kind of put that point out there that you were kind of, you were viewing a, you were getting a viewing experience. Exactly. You're, you're in kind of like a little bubble that Facebook and Google have, have created for you. And they've created it to help you, to give you what more of what you want, but you are, you're viewing the internet through your own little perspective that has been created for you, uh, you know, for better, for worse um, by Facebook and by Google. So I do want to put that out there. If you've started, if you've clicked on something Facebook about copywriting, if you read something about copywriting and all of a sudden you're seeing so much copywriting stuff and you're like, oh my God, there's so many copywriters. How will I ever compete? Um, that's, that is a byproduct of your interest in copywriting. It doesn't reflect what the rest of the world is seeing. You are you have been given a, a little custom created vision of the internet, and because you've expressed interest in copywriting, that's what you're seeing. Yeah, um, the brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thinking fast and slow. This is probably not the last time you'll hear me reference it. Um, I can't promise that, but highly, highly recommend it to everyone to read. Um, it has nothing to do with copywriting per se. Um, so it's a good read for everything you're doing in life. And it's basically talking about our brains and how they're wired and how they work. Um, and as much as we like to think we have a lot of control over how we're thinking, we don't. And so one of the things is, you know, with, with this in particular, the, we're bad at predicting probability. We're, we're predicting probability and estimating things and kind of looking at, oh, will the market be flooded with copywriters? Like Nikki said, based on the information that we have, which isn't all of the information out there. It's not based in statistical reality unless you're going out and, you know, hunting down statistics of, about these things. And so it's very easy to um, kind of stop ourselves and be like, oh, it's going to be flooded because, oh, my God, I just saw, you know, 10 copywriters and they're all so great. And how is there a place for me in this world? Um, but that's that's, you know, a handful of people that feels like a lot. And it feels like, oh, my God, this is everyone's a copywriter. And are there any other jobs in this world? Um but yeah, that's just our brains, you know, doing what they do best, which is um, kind of tricking us into thinking things that aren't that aren't real. Yeah, um, to making conclusions, to extrapolating conclusions based exactly. on a little piece of the world that we're seeing. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I and I apologize to the authors of that book. They're you know brilliant, brilliant folks, and I don't think I did justice summarizing that point. But um, please, please check it out because I think it, it's. If anything, it helps you kind of stop when your brain is going down those mental rabbit holes. And we talk a lot about mindset here. Um, and that's such a, a big part of it is kind of knowing when to stop and, and think a little bit slower and think, okay, is that, is that fact? Is that real? Or is that just kind of what, I'm, what am I basing this off? Of? What information is telling me to think this way? Because there are facts. Good segue. Yes, good segue. Yeah. So will the market be flooded? The answer is no. Um, and here's why. Nikki's going to drop some, some numbers for us to, to base, our, base our conversation and a little bit of reality. Um, so what is the opportunity? I know, you know, obviously we're both 
capitalizing on the opportunity to be copywriters and it's wonderful, but I, I was blown away by these, by these numbers. Yeah, actually I kind of was too. I did this research for a blog post I put up about this topic um, a couple of months ago because we've been seeing all the, the questions on the ad saying, oh, the market's going to be flooded. Um, and I was like, well, you're giving our, our little company a lot of credit there. Um, but again, you know, viewing it through that, that little, that little viewpoint, but um, I thought, okay, I want to be able to answer this question uh, with actual numbers. And I was also surprised by, by actually how big the numbers were, pleasantly surprised. Um, so the most recent statistic I could find, 2019, um, says that there are more than 32.5 million businesses in the U.S. Um, and I know that we have students and um, for, uh, students and, and followers from all around the world. Um, but just to simplify, I stuck with U.S. numbers because actually they were the easiest to find. And again, we have students from lots and lots of different countries. And we have students from the U.S. working with companies in other countries and students from other countries working with companies in the U.S. So to set that a little bit, you know, yeah. the opportunity is just even bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the statistic from 2019 says that there are more than 32.5 million businesses in the U.S., uh, and then on top of that, there are more than 1.5 million nonprofits in the U.S. And then um, another statistic that we talked about on another podcast, but that just absolutely blows my mind, is that 543,000 new businesses are started each month. Now, I think that that stat might be global, but still 543,000 new businesses are started each month on top of the 32.5 million businesses in the U.S. that are already out there and the 1.5 million nonprofits in the U.S. So huge opportunity. <laughs> no, I said it's a huge opportunity. It's a gigantic opportunity, which I know we, and you're probably going to get to this, but, um, not every company is going to hire a copywriter because I know that's probably the first thing you're thinking. Yes, absolutely. Not every company is going to, um, you know, need one right out the gate, perhaps. No, they, they probably, there's something they could probably use one for, but yeah, it's a great point. We're not at all saying that every single, co- every single one of these companies or organizations is going to hire a copywriter. Every single one is going to hire you. So if only 1% of all of those current companies in the U.S., hire a copywriter, 1%. That is 340,000 companies. So my question for you, Kate, is how many companies would you say that you can work with or how many clients can you work with per month? Ooh, good question. Um, I think the max that I've had at a time, again, in different phases of projects, I don't want people to think I'm insane, but probably like eight, I would say. And that's, that's pushing it. That's like, you know, a project comes back from the dead for a little change that needs happening or whatever. But yeah, I would say eight is the limit for me. And actually even hearing eight freaks me out. Right. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say actually like in the midst of a big project and, you know, sometimes it's frankly one where it's like a big website project. I'm like, this is all I have time for. Um, but like three, even it feels like a good number, mm-hmm. um, depending what the work is. And again, where, what stage of the project, but yeah, eight is, yeah. 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 And two, I want people to bear in mind now, granted our schedules are a little bit different right now. Um, I'm not a full-time freelance copywriter anymore. Cause I 
do this podcast and I teach people to become copywriters. And Kate is, is, uh, has been full-time freelance, but is, is doing more work with us right now. But when we are full-time freelance, we are six figure copywriters. So I want you to bear in mind that we say, you know, three, four, maybe five. And then sometimes, you know, if you're getting crazy, like Kate does, apparently sometimes, um, <laughs> you don't want to life and you want to work on the weekends. You want to work at night. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say no to clients sometimes. Um, but so like three to five is probably your maximum amount of copywriting clients that you can possibly take per month. And bear in mind too, that those clients, it's not like you're necessarily switching out those clients every month. You know, you may have three of those clients that carry on month after month after month after month. So my point is, if only 1% of those 32.5 million current businesses in the US and the the nonprofits as well, that's 340,000 businesses that would be interested in hiring a copywriter. And if you can only take three or four or five clients a month, and again, it's likely that a lot of those clients are going to keep working with you again and again and again, I think it's probably maybe dawning on you a little bit, uh, it certainly surprised me, just how immense the actual opportunity is out there. So coming back to the original question, is the market going to be flooded with copywriters? No way. There's, there's no way that the market will be, will be flooded with copywriters. There's so much more opportunity than there is, than there are copywriters um, to, to, to meet the, that need. Well, and another point too, Kate, is that um, not all copywriters are created equally, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, you might have a copywriter that's working with a client and they decide to work with someone else because that copywriter doesn't have enough training or they're not, you know, they're not, they never got the experience that they needed to really deliver to that client. But then even on top of that, even if they're a great copywriter, maybe that client needs someone with a little bit more experience and maybe they want, you know, a senior level copywriter and a junior level copywriter, whatever it is. Maybe they need five, you know, you had a team of, of junior copywriters plus you as the, the copy manager. And so, you know, that was like, what, six, six copywriters for, for one, one company. Um, and that's not uncommon. You know, I think of a lot of the, the clients that I freelance with even, and A, I tell them all, I feel very honored that, you, you know, they're like, you're our first choice. And I'm like, that's super nice. But there's sometimes where I might get sick or, you know, I might just not be able to take on your project. And I might have to say no as much as I hate doing that and as hard as saying no is. Um, so they need backup. They need to have other freelance writers that they can turn to. Um, and thinking of a couple of clients I work with now, they definitely have other copywriters that I even collaborate with. And so, you know, one company might have two, three, four, five, six, ten copywriters, whatever it might be, you know, especially thinking of like an agency, they're going to have dozens, if not, you know, depending on the size of it and, and who their client roster is at the time, um, they're going to have tons. So, you know, the 340,000 companies that 1% that, you know, even if 1% hired a copywriter, that 340,000 might also then hire multiple copywriters. So, I mean, there's no obviously way to pin down what number there is, but the opportunity is just, it's, it's exponential. Yeah. Well, um, and obviously we're being super conservative by saying yeah, right, 1% yeah. of businesses are going to, I'm 
saying 1% to make a point because yeah. it's certainly not going to be only 1% of businesses that are going to hire a copywriter. Um, hmm. I hesitate to even speculate what percentage it would actually be, but it's certainly much, much higher than 1%. We're saying 1% to make a point because even that 1% is such a huge number of companies and, and organizations. Yeah, and then I think you're a perfect example. I mean, think of folks who you freelance copy or a freelance copier still are. But, you know, you've transitioned to, to running your own business. And I think, I mean, that's not uncommon, right? Where people might hit a certain level and then maybe they want to become a creative director or maybe they want to, you know, do something else beyond um, being a copywriter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The, the kind of the ascension model can be, depending on what people want to do, you know, junior, mid-level, senior copywriter associate creative director, creative director, if people want to go up to that level. So it's, it's very true. Some people could be, could be um, leveling up out of copywriting. Um, Not every copywriter has to do that. Um, I probably will be a a service provider copywriter for forever, just because I like getting down in the weeds and doing that. I also get the opportunity to give feedback uh, in our Facebook group and to our students on our coaching calls. So I get that uh, the way a creative director would anyway. Um, But yeah, that's a great point. It's, it's, it's not just the strictly speaking copywriter role to take into consideration either. Yeah. And just like a lot of our students are coming from other fields, you know, teachers and some folks in marketing with a marketing background, um, you know, all over, just like that, you know, they're all going to be copywriters that inevitably decide, hey, I want to, I'm going to do something else now. I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll go become a teacher. I actually had a friend that did that, uh, moved out and that was what she wanted to do. So there's always going to be that changing roster of folks that are that are in this field um and always obviously tons of businesses to 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 pitch and to to work with yeah yeah I think a fun exercise for you if you're still for for our listeners um, and our viewers if you're still kind of having a hard time wrapping your mind around this is just to start noting and actually really writing it down if you can, uh, if you have, you know, put a note in your phone is start writing down just the businesses that you come across every day. Because I think that when you actually start paying attention and yeah, sometimes the big businesses, you know, if you go to um, everybody knows, I love my Dunkin' Donuts. So if you go to Dunkin' Donuts for coffee, um, it's a Massachusetts company. Uh, if you go to Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts for coffee and, uh, you know, write down Dunkin' Donuts, sure. But on the way to Dunkin' Donuts, you probably pass at least a dozen, uh, if not more, smaller mom and pop businesses. Then you get back and you go online and maybe you check Facebook. And yes, sure, write down Facebook. That's a company. I'm sure they hire copywriters as well. But also, what ads are you getting in the middle of your feed? Write those down. When you're on Instagram, what are you seeing in your feed? When you are watching TV, when you are, when you get direct mail pieces in your inbox, when you go to the farmer's market and you see like 20 different, yeah, they're small businesses, but they could benefit from a copywriter. Um, Start noticing the companies that are around you and start writing them down especially write down ones you're like, oh, I kind of think eventually I would like to work with that company. Oh, like, oh, I really like, I mean, I really like this bread company at 
um, at this farmer's market. I know they're really close by and, oh, I'd love to work with them. And I could think of all kinds of ways that I could help them. Um, start making a note of, of the companies that you come across. And again, don't forget to bring it back full circle. This is still just looking at it through that little keyhole of perspective of the things that you see every day. So if you are taking, you're making these notes of these companies that you are seeing every day, imagine how many more, well, you don't have to imagine, we gave you the numbers, uh, but how many more are out there and how much potential and opportunity is out there. It is, it is so much more than, than I can even fathom, to be totally honest with you. I'm like looking at my desk right now. I don't have too much on it, but even just, I'm thinking my mug, it's from a small business in my hometown. There's a candle, that's a company, you know, a picture frame, a notebook, then my laptop, my phone, my journal, my pen. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's, I don't know how many that was, but I look at the stuff on my desk and there's probably a half dozen, dozen companies right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to your point, you know, if you start liking something or thinking, oh, I see an opportunity here of like how I could improve this or, oh, I wonder if they're doing this. Add that to your, to your list, you know, start putting that in, in Excel doc, Google doc, whatever your preference. Um, but have a column next to like, Ooh, ideas. And then that way, when you are ready to pitch them or you, you know, marinate a little more on things, you already have a starting point. You're not looking at that blank screen. You're not looking at just, Oh, a company name. What did I like about them? Mm -hmm. Um, put it down at the same time. So when you go back, it's, you're ready to go. You're ready to send an idea. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope that we have made it clear to you guys um, that not only will the market not be flooded, nothing to worry about there, but um, I hope that we have, I know I've said it before, but you know, a little proof always helps, right? Um, That there's so much more need for good skilled copywriters out there than there actually are skilled copywriters to meet that need and the way to to make yourself even better prepared to take advantage of those opportunities is to get the training to do the practice to to make a really great portfolio piece to to hone your pitches make them really tight and polished um you know and obviously that's stuff that we go through with our students but but those are really the steps so that you can take full advantage of this opportunity these opportunities and and put yourself out there to all of these incredible incredible companies and organizations and all that kind of stuff and get, um, you know, get, get your piece of this immensely huge pie. Yeah. And I mean, to prove the fact that there's, there's such an opportunity. Um, I love a recent comment from one of our students. She, um, started the course 11 days later. She said, it's been 11 days since I started the course. And yesterday I got my first paying client made back all the money. She used dollar signs, but money I spent on the course and now have a client that wants me to do product descriptions for their store for the foreseeable future. So how awesome is that? I mean, clearly, you know, she tapped into a need that's there. And I want to reiterate what you were saying that the need for experienced copywriters is just so, so, so huge. Um, You know, there are plenty of people as copywriters, but the experience aspect is just so, so key. Well, when we say experience, we mean, That's true. You know, yeah. I want people to hear that and think that, oh, I need to have been doing this for five years. No, 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 no. not necessarily at all. Um, you need to know what you're doing. 
and be yep. able to do it well. And that comes from training and practice. Yep, exactly. Great, great point. Okay, so I hope that this has shed a little light on the question of will the market be flooded with copywriters? Uh, hint, hint, if you didn't pick it up by now. Yeah, definitely no. Um, and I hope it's also given you a little look into what, uh, what a huge opportunity this career is. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time. Oh, 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 oh,